I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, time travel with me to 100 years in the past and discover a forgotten pandemic. It's very dramifications and what actions we must take as citizens today. The hospitals were choked so that it was impossible to remove the dead quickly enough to make room for the dying. The streets and lanes of the cities were littered with dead and dying people. The postal and telegraph services were completely disorganized. The train service continued but at all the principal stations dead and dying people were being removed from the trains the burning ghats and burial grounds were literally swarmed with corpses while an even greater number awaited removal depleted medical service itself solely stricken by the epidemic was incapable of dealing with more than a minute fraction of the sickness requiring attention nearly Every household was lamenting a death and everywhere terror and confusion reigned. If this felt like an exaggerated description of what we feel the country is going through, you'd be wrong because this is an actual text from the preliminary report on the influenza epidemic of 1918. Yes, 100 years ago when the health infrastructure of India was non-existent, when we were far poorer we had a situation though much worse that sounds similar to what we are seeing today the first wave was mild but the second wave was lethal so bad was the situation that a company which started in 1897 and made security equipment decided in 1918 to enter a new product line that was more appropriate in the year of the flu washing soap bars today you know the company as godrich to put the size of the losses in perspective an estimated 2 to 6.4% of the population perished it came to be known as the spanish flu even though spain did not have the highest death rate so why was it called the spanish flu then that was because spain was a neutral country in world war 1 and the press at the time did not censor news of the outbreak leading other nations to dub the disease the spanish flu closer home the pandemic had varied and sometimes strange effects the first happened in the hilly areas of kumau as the pandemic peaked in november a large number of dead bodies accumulated in a short period of time and the corpses had to be thrown into the jungle and i guarantee that if you have been to this place you have unknowingly and unwittingly been to a dark tourist site the famous writer jim corbett after whom the jim corbett national park is named said that this is what made the leopards develop a taste for human flesh and thus they became man eaters meanwhile the pandemic also gave birth to a literary giant a hindi poet in 1918 the united provinces that is present day uttar pradesh was facing a double whammy 
they also suffered a massive drought with some of the worst affected areas losing 10 to 20% of their population this poet came from dalmau a small town near raibareli and when he visited the ganga he saw a river swollen with dead bodies i'll switch to hindi and remind you of what he wrote tar aaya tumhari stri sakt bimar hai antim mulakat ke liye chale aao sasural pahunche to pata chala ki patni guzar chuki dekhte dekhte ghar saaf ho gaya jitne uparjan aur kaam karne wale aadmi the साफ हो गए चार बड़के दादा के दो मेरे दादा के सबसे बड़े लड़के की उम्र पंद्रह साल मेरी सबसे छोटी लड़की साल भर की चारों ओर अंधेरा नजर आता था दिस वॉज नन अदर दिन सूर्यकांत त्रिपाठी निराला हुट्री कुड बी फाउंड इन स्कूल टेक्स्ट बुक्स इफ यू ग्रू अप इन दाइनटीज इन इंडिया सो वाई डिड बी फर्गेट दिस पैंडमिक हाउ कम इट इज नेवर मैं हिस्ट्री बुक्स and is not even a part of the curriculum of those studying to become doctors the answer lies in how the colonial masters responded to the pandemic it was too little too late the british doctors pleaded with the government to provide more resources but their cries went unheard ultimately it were the merchant associations and civic bodies which came together to distribute food medicines and run traveling dispensaries just sample the diversity of organizations in the then bombay presidency the hindu medical association community based hospitals for the jains lohanas marwadis bohras and parsis saint george nursing association young men's mohammedan association telugu free library and in my opinion the best of all japanese and shanghai peace goods association i'm sure by now you have seen the resemblance In 100 years the script has largely remained the same but in 1918 things ended in a very different way according to historian Chinmay Tumbe in his wonderful book The Age of Pandemics by December 1918 the pandemic had subsided but it had sown the seeds for mass despair and discontent the Rollet Act in 1919 severely curtailed civil liberties which led Gandhi to launch a nationwide protest things came to a head in April with an event that fired up India's freedom movement the Jallianwala Bagh massacre we never looked back and by 1947 the colonial masters were shown the door the time for a similar reckoning is upon us barring a few exceptions our political leaders have utterly failed us it is time that we hold them accountable and become nationalists in the true spirit of the word let this pandemic not be a footnote in our history If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YB Travel 42 on Instagram.